Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? They're in the computer? This is getting out of hand. Wow! Strange things are afoot. Hold the potato! Listen. You smell something? Hello and welcome to Clear Your History, a podcast where we discuss the odd things we come across on the internet. I'm your old pal Steve. And I am Hot Hands Megan. <laughs> Megan. And we're here today with our friend John. It is me, John. Their it is. friend. And um, so just to, uh, last week we talked about jackfruit and today I ate some jackfruit and it was gross. I feel like the sauce on it was gross, not the jackfruit. We need to give it a second chance. Would you say that jackfruit is like Jack Link's? <laughs> no, no, no. It was. It's kind of like a Did like pineapple. It was a texture of pineapple with shit barbecue sauce. On yeah, it's literally vinegary barbecue sauce. So it was just bad barbecue sauce, yes. not necessarily the jackfruit. I think we need to give it a second chance. I don't. Think I don't know. I complained, and they gave me a different slider, so I was happy. Was it meat? Yes, it was chicken. What a sweet treat! Meat <laughs> must have been. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about the weird stuff we've been uh, looking at this week or today. For me, it was today. And uh, my search started out talking about weird abandoned places with Jonathan, actually. I was there. And uh, turned into me searching weird abandoned places. (laughs) And I came across a gem called Spree Park in Germany. And it is an abandoned amusement park outside of Berlin in East Germany. East Germany. Creepy. I saw the pictures first and I went, ooh, spooky spooky. When was this place built? Okay. Glad you asked. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) (laughs) It was originally built and it was called Culture Park Planterwald. Planterwald. Culture with a K. Yeah. But it was built in 1969 or opened in 1969. The number. On the 20th birthday of the German Democratic Republic, which was the zone that was taken over by the Soviets after World War II. And so it, was it was a Russia communist. Germany. Yes. It was, it was Russian East Berlin, Germany. Right. Yeah. They so they, they built this amusement park for the people on their 20th birthday. Everyone loved it. It was fantastic. They had this giant 40-meter Ferris wheel. They even upgraded it on their 40th birthday to a 45-meter Ferris wheel. Big deal. It was thriving. They had a lot of visitors. That sounds difficult. Yeah. 150 feet? I, I don't know. Like, meters I upgraded feet. my Ferris wheel. <laughs> I just added five feet on that. It's not like it's a truck. Like You can't just lift no. it up. And yeah, it's a, it's they added five meters and four cabins. And also, in the grand scheme so they, of things, like, how big of a difference is five meters on that four big of a Ferris wheel? You get four more cabins on the Ferris wheel. Anyways, they put a lot of effort into this thing. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty great. Uh, and then uh, the, we had the fall of the Berlin Wall. So in 1989, they have to Which was good news for everything except for this part. Yes. They're like, curses. (laughs) It looks like they're bringing Germany back together. (laughs) Our park will fail. So, well, basically... It's the only fun we had on this side of the line. (laughs) They had the fall of this wall, and then there was no government body paying for it or Mm. taking care of it. Yeah. So, um, and just to put it in perspective for you, I kind of looked at some of the pictures and I, you know, they had, you know, these random dinosaur statues in the garden. There's a giant T-Rex that actually has fallen over there now. It's kind of all, it's obviously abandoned now, but, um, there like, were... Roughly how big is the T-Rex? Big enough to be big. I, I, I don't know. I would have tried to snag that. I think it's too big <laughs> to snag. 
But there's dinosaur statues, there's the huge Ferris wheel, there were some really cool looking rides, like there was a Viking boat ride, there was some like tunnel with tracks that had a wolf's mouth. Whoa. Yeah, pretty tight. They had a lot of rides. So anyways, the, the government wasn't there to pay for it, the JDR wasn't paying for it anymore, and they sold it in 1991-ish to a man named Norbert Witt, W-I-T-T-E, I believe that's a Witt. Norbert is a fantastic like name. Wit. He was not very witty. Because he bought that amusement park. (laughs) (laughs) So he came from an affluent family of German carnival performers and ride operators. That's a polite way of saying he was a carny. Okay. (laughs) He was a rich carny specifically. Rich carny specifically. Yeah, I read a little bit about his family history and him and his wife had ran carnivals and had slowly acquired rides and people working for them over the years. She worked in Yugoslavia for a while. So they were gypsies. I don't think carny is probably the PC term, but I'm going to say it anyways. He was a dirty carny. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I'm acknowledging that this could be derogatory. You take it in a swift no, no. left turn. I, if that's your lifestyle, I support you. But his name, I don't support anyone, but that's what name I call was grand, His name was not grandfather. His name was Otto. Okay. And he once, he was an acrobat and fantastist. Don't know what that like word Robin. means. Robin. Fantastic. I think it's a fantastic person. Not sure. But um, he once claimed that he was crowned the king of Albania. And people believed him. And there was a Time article written about... Mr. And people believe him, like, for number a while. The so of he people. said, in yeah, the king of Albania is yeah. like, yeah, I remember. No, no, that. No, no. It's like, <laughs> I'm verified on Twitter. I'm the king of Albania. Yeah. In 1913, <laughs> Albania broke away from the Ottoman Empire. Okay. Okay. So it was said that some of the Albanian Muslim people invited the nephew of the Sultan to be crowned the new king. Well, I don't know how he found out, but Otto decided that he looked like the nephew of the Sultan. He was probably just a passerby, and they were looking for him, and he's like, yeah, right here! I'm so, assuming that this is much like the Cheermeister thing yeah. from the Grinch. You probably would. <laughs> so anyways, on a big chair. <laughs> he said he was... <laughs> he thought that he... Rumbled. Parade him around. <laughs> he thought he resembled the Sultan's son. So he traveled to the city of... Duras, which is in Albania, I think that's how you say it, with his sword-swallowing friend, which is a good friend to have with you. Yeah, you should. That guy can smuggle swords anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Swallows them and then Two holes. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, anyways, he claimed that while he was there, he was crowned king of Albania in 1913, and he said during his reign as king, which didn't last very long, that he declared war on Montenegro. This can either be confirmed or denied. Many people have denied it. <laughs> Did anything actually happen because people actually believed this guy? I mean, some people believed him, and then they're like, okay, you're full of shit later, but you know. And they're like, another world war. Point We're still is, talking about this yes, theme park? Yes, I'm getting back. Okay. This is this guy's grandfather. So this is Norbert who bought he this barks. theme park's grandfather, and I wanted to set it up for you how kind of uh, crazy this this kind of this background. This family was? A little bit, yeah. So he bought this you theme park. You only had to say he was a guardian. I would have believed the But this was, I thought it was pretty fantastical. Yeah. That Fantastist. Was fantastical. So Norbert buys this theme park with his family. Uh, he's got this weird, colorful history. He renames it Spree Park when he buys it. Um, right after he bought it, he put millions and millions of dollars investment, added new rides, all this stuff. But the city actually eliminated 3,000 of his parking spots by... 
making it forested or protected forest ground that he couldn't. That's they wanted garbage. to protect the nature. Whatever. Why didn't he build up instead of out? I don't know, but visits plummeted. I don't know if that was the only reason. Um, maybe people in East Ger- Germany didn't want to go to a theme park anymore. Have they had you freedom. seen I don't the <laughs> German people? They're just they are angry. Besides when they drink beer, and I don't think you can drink beer at a at a park, a fun park. Probably not. Spray park is that what it was called? Spree. Spree, Spree park. Spree Used to be park. my favorite candy. Very progressive. Chewy sprees. Mm-hmm. You're a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So he bought this. It, it started plummeting to the point of bankruptcy. But to give you some more past on this man before we talk about what else happened, in 1981, when he was a carnival operator and owner, he was attempting to repair his loop-de-loop ride that at one time was the fastest roller coaster in the world, called the Catapult, and his crane collided with another ride called the Skylab, killing seven German people and injuring seriously injuring 15 others, which is now the largest carnival disaster in German history. It's not honest, too bad. That is like <laughs> the smallest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, but they don't and have amusement parks. Tycoon. They don't have amusement parks. That's like park. a very small amount of German people dying. Historically <laughs> 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 speaking. Historically speaking, I don't think that's true. But also, relating it to Roller Coaster Tycoon, I've killed way more people in that game than he killed there. So, And my parks became great. So I think that he could have just kept <laughs> well, going I think and it would have been fun. You had ample parks. This was, I mean, this was before he owned <laughs> This was before he owned Spree. This was before he owned Spree Park. Okay. But I'm just letting you know. This guy, oh, it's before got he owned like, so now he's just a yeah. guy killing people. He's just out <laughs> killing people. And there weren't any repercussions I could find that were in English. There was a lot of German articles that I didn't care to learn German for. So, um, That's a damn shame. Anyways, went down. Did had the, the research. The point they're filing for bankruptcy. The, the spree parks, go, nobody's there. They're filing for bankruptcy, all this stuff. He leaves Germany with his family, okay, and six carnival rides. He decides, I don't, you know, take six carnival rides. He's taking them with yeah. him? And he left the dinosaur? Yeah. Six carnival. He had some pretty good rides. I would have taken take the dinosaur. Six carnival rides with him and his family to Lima in Peru. I was going to say, like, that's a long ways, dude. Right. But also, pause for a moment. Wait, that's far side why do South s- America. So you have to go, like, yeah. all the way around. Why do Germans flee to South America? Like, they a love lot it of there. There Nazis lot after of Nazis World War II there. did that. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. I think there's ties. Maybe. Know. This guy might be tied. If only those articles weren't in German. Well, I mean, like, know. Germans flee to regular America. No, they only flee to South America. Well, like, you know, I don't know. I read it online. Project Paperclip. <laughs> you read it online, it's true. <laughs> so anyways, this guy flees to Lima, Peru. And one interesting fact that happened when he flees there is that um, the Peruvian government would only release, the customs would only release one piece of his carnival ride at a time. Because his, his dream was to set up a new carnival type thing in Lima outside a supermarket Make more money, whatever. Out of a I don't know. That's what it said. What are you going in for? Oranges? Hey, by the way, hey, you want to ride the teacups? You want to ride the teacups? The teacups. If you took the teacups and not the dinosaur, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's why this guy's teacups are dope. Okay, he left the dinosaurs behind. <laughs> so he flees to Lima, Peru. Not getting his carnival rides at time. Nick doesn't set up this new place. His wife gets fed up with their six kids, whatever, goes back to Germany. Okay? Can't and technically, remember. she's still the owner of the spree park, I believe. Uh, the city might have taken over management of it recently, but... So, at this point, he's still in South America with his oldest his oldest son. And, 
And uh, Norbert's now in prison. No, he got out of prison. He went to prison because Norbert decided to smuggle 167 kilograms. I did the math. It's 368.17 pounds of pure cocaine compressed into 211 mm, small discs. That's why he went to Peru. <laughs> with a market value of, I did the math, just under $15.3 million in current German rates for cocaine, which I Googled <laughs> outward. I did the math. I didn't know this off the top of my head. I have no experience in this field. I was confused that you went away from kilos for cocaine. Kilos. Yeah. Well, I was. I was I've watched Blow with Johnny like Depp. Four hundred pounds. Four hundred pounds of cocaine. Holy shit. Four hundred pounds of cocaine, almost. It's not even. Fifteen point three current it's market it's value, awesome. million dollars, and German exchange rate for cocaine. I looked it up. Did he hide it in his Wait, carnival purse? You looked it that hurt. up at work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he smuggled Current this. German prices for <laughs> Welcome yes. to a list. <laughs> in a thirty-nine foot steel mast. Wait for it. Of the flying carpet ride. Oh, tight. He got caught in Germany. His son got caught in Lima. Son spent is still in prison in the worst one of the worst prisons in the world. He served like four years in a nice German prison and is now free. Who the dad? Well, yeah. Wow. Here's the real question. I know that myself and probably all of our viewers are thinking right now. Viewers. Listeners, (laughs) you're all the same to me. (laughs) What happened to the cocaine? That's a important... Seized by the government. So, I kind of, you know... There, so, there, this park's still abandoned. People go in there, like, urban people... You know, what do they call them? Urban... Scavengers? Yeah. I don't sure. know. People go in there to take pictures Graffiti? and stuff like that. Yeah, they're trying to... Urban put some, explorers. Some security on it and all that. That's but, actually a thing. Uh, you know, the one thing that I want you to take from this and to look up is... Uh, how does one compress cocaine into small discs? Easy. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. Look it up. Look it up. Easy. Interesting guy, though, Norbert, and his theme park in East Berlin. Good work. Do you love long walks on the beach, pseudoscience, and non-avian dinosaurs? Are you attracted to chupacabras? Are you looking for that special Bigfoot? Check out Cryptozoology Connections. i tell you what, I met my chupacabra wife on that side of <laughs> There's a reason why they call her goat suckers. She is the greatest of all time. For a bestial love that lasts, check out CryptoZoologyConnections.com. And for a limited time, enjoy your first three months free with promo code SASCROTCH. I was looking up um, different things, and I decided to teach you how to sell your soul to the devil. First, you grab your guitar... You head to the Devil's Crossroads, which is Highway 61 and 49, located in Clarkdale, Mississippi. You start playing your guitar between midnight and 3 a.m., which is the witch's hour. The witching hour, whatever. And then, if you do it right, and if you're lucky, you'll feel three taps on your shoulder. Is that really lucky? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, ain't nobody there, so it doesn't matter. Don't turn around. Don't look at the whatever tapped on you. And you pass your guitar over your right shoulder. With your right hand? Or your left hand. Okay. Which is weird, because I'm thinking, why is it the right hand? The right side, this is just the left. Whatever. So then you pass it over to your right shoulder. He'll take it, and he'll tune it for you. You might play a little diddle or something. 
He's going to play God, a diddle. I, hope so. I don't know. He's going to diddle from behind. <laughs> diddle me or something, Mr. Maybe devil. another three taps. <laughs> it's not a have you ever danced with the devil. It's have you ever diddled with the devil. That's the Diddles real question. When he's done, the name of my he'll hand it back to you. He'll hand the instrument back to you. Oh, I guess you could do it with a fiddle, I assume. I don't know. But if you take it back, that's when you relinquish your soul. If, what if you refuse? Well, if you decide not to, then you I mean you're fine. And you're out of guitar. That's a ah. ridiculous trade. What do you want, a guitar or a soul? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> why? My question is, why the fuck does the devil need so many guitars? He what get, is he doing? No, he's giving it back to you. He's giving you guitar talent. Yeah, but I'm sure some people didn't take it back. Probably. What if I want a different talent? What if I just wanted a different This is the only way that I could find how to do it. Okay. Okay. So if you take it back... Well, actually, I have another way, but... Anyways. If you take it back, you relinquish your soul, and then you can play anything you want, but at what cost? You'll start having nightmares. You won't dream anymore. Sounds like everyday me. Sounds like getting older. Whatever. (laughs) Nightmares while I'm awake, and it's called life. (laughs) So this is possibly what Robert Johnson did. Actually, Thomas Johnson before him. And he all of a sudden learned how to play guitar. So he used to play in like these clubs. Like he would, he would go to watch other blues players play, and then he would start playing like when they went out for a smoke break. And he was terrible, and like everybody would get like mad. They'd be like, um, "You're ruining our time, and you're fucking un- sound like shit." And they'd get mad at him. And so, all for some reason, he he disappeared after a while. Probably because people suck. How long does he appear? Six months. So he learned to play the guitar. He either learned to play the guitar. (laughs) (laughs) He left for six months, learned to play the guitar, and said the devil talked. He learned to play the guitar like he did in six months. Ten hours of studying. I mean, it takes like 10,000 hours to be practiced at some point. Okay. Well. So. Well, six months, I'm sure you could get that many hours if you did nothing else. Like, not even eat. So people... People believe that he sold his soul to the devil. Uh, pair that with songs like Preaching Blues. I sold my soul to the devil. <laughs> Cross, Crossroad Blues. Uh, Hellhound on my t- trail. Old Hound, what? Hellhound on my trail. And Me and the Devil Blues. Oh, so they were all devil oriented. Yeah, but it also probably just because. Really turned off of the whole thing because of everyone talking shit. He would always like turn around so people couldn't see his fingers what he was doing. Because he was doing some witchy shit. <laughs> so is he even really playing the guitar? I also know. No, he's just like... <laughs> he's like that guy who can reproduce any noise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he doesn't want people to see his fingers. He's like, don't let me see well, when he pulls then, out his iPhone. <laughs> back then, people used to like uh, steal each other's like techniques and shit. And so like that was their way of like stopping that going on. I don't know. But okay. anyways... So this was like when he was 26, and then he started getting all this fame, and like he'd like be traveling, and he'd like go to Memphis, and he'd like do all the whatever the blues people did, and he'd get all these gigs, and he's getting Probably famous. Probably smoked the jazz cabbage. Whoa! <laughs> sure, that's yeah, this was the late 30s. Nobody leaves without singing the blues. And then, no uh, and he basically like started the blues, like what it became to be, and like, and then like. The blues turned into rock and roll, so he's like, he kind of like started some shit. That's actually, my grandma was right, dude. Your grandma? Jazz is the devil's music. <laughs> <laughs> the, the devil's lettuce. No, that's just racism. That's called racism. That's, 
also when, probably when not black right. people do something and then everybody says it's evil, it's called racism. But what anyways, is this guy's name? His name is Robert Johnson. That's a fake name. Yeah. Okay. He was like a, a was recently freed slave. <laughs> like, that's how everybody is. I don't know. Black yeah. people don't have the great historical last names in America. But he sold us all the devil, became an amazing guitarist, and he could say, hey, these songs are amazing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say these nuts for a moment. <laughs> hey, these nuts. <laughs> like, whoa. So, <laughs> so, he was... So he was, he was uh, like, all the ladies were like, hey, you know, into him because he was like, he was kind of handsome guy and he was, he was a, a guitar. famous guitar or like, you know, he was getting popular guitar player. And then he was like kind of fooling around with some ladies. And then he was poisoned by a club owner Oh. because Robert was fooling around with his wife, the club owner's wife. And that witnesses say... Uh, it took him three days to die. It was like a terrible death. And <laughs> that does sound gruesome. If he were poisoned, poisoned over with. three days. He poisoned him. I don't know. With and poison. Witnesses said that he was barking and crawling on all fours. Dude, same. Like when he was when like he was barking like dying. Like a like a bork? Like a dog? That's because yeah. he was dogging the hellhound. Like a hellhound on his tail. And he died at 27 years old and started the 27 Club, technically. And um, there you have it. It was August 16th, which is my birthday. So if you want to sell your soul, you can search how to sell your soul at work sometime. And there's a pretty good article on there that teaches you a different way. Another way you can summon the devil if you don't want to go all the way to Mississippi or there's like another place... In Pennsylvania, where you can go, and that there's seems like a pretty, skull. Yeah, if you just want to do it, you can just like be alone at home and just say, "Satan, I summon you," and I've he said might that. show up. That has not happened. That he sounds might, questionable. He might show up. It says, "It says maybe not, but maybe." It's glad to see, I'm glad to see <laughs> they've really expanded their locations beyond Mississippi. Satan, <laughs> I summon you. There's this guy that would you gotta be is. crying, no. eating a hot dog over the sink when you say it. I watched That's, this other video where this that guy. Doesn't work. I've done it. This guy went to 61 and 49 Highway Junction, and uh, he, he was like, I don't know if this is the right spot. There's like this there's like this uh, monument thing. It's like an artistic uh, big like sculpture thing, and it's got like three guitars. It's like a statue to Satan. It's like three Let's guitars. It and, yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and then he's like, no, I think it's over here. And he, it's like a quarter mile away. He's like, I think it was here because I felt it. And that, and that. He Because f- I felt it. But really, um, in Wait, reality, he, Mike? he probably just like studied with this guy named Ike something. There was this other oh, guy that was like a really good uh, guitarist that they thought that he just went and just learned how to play guitar. Like I said. That's probably <laughs> most likely. <laughs> and also, I'm thinking, uh, I'm, I have this theory after doing all this research that it, this is probably just an old-timey way to say that you sold out. They're like, yeah. oh, he's got all this commercial fame. Oodly-poo, probably sold his soul to the devil. But it's like, he's a sellout. That's what the punks yeah. would say in the 70s and 80s. I, I think that's probably pretty accurate. <laughs> I, yeah, I have a hard time because I don't believe in the devil. Because it's like, so selling your soul to the devil, I think, is like oh another way to say, like, you 
you just like stop being yourself and you change personalities oh, for so, fame. You so know? it's what Taylor Swift did. Yeah. Some would say it's a figure of speech. Perhaps a metaphor would be the correct term. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like Not I met a ten, but I never met a four. But I think like I don't like I don't know. Like I think I think you use it like a different ways, but like if it's like it's like you're selling out, but it's like it's not like he was doing anything bad. He was just playing like creepy fucking blue. That sounds not creepy. It sounds funky. Is that what it sounded like? I don't know. Is this a recreation? It was pretty close. Was That's, he just like, like yelling Beyonce about the entire time? No, I mean like he had like some creepy ass lyrics. Like um, did his eyes roll back in his head and he hover off of the ground. I can look at it right it now. Like it says, "Me and the Devil Blues lyrics." Early in the morning, when he knocked upon my door, early this morning, woo! And he like does a cool like scary blues woo. And then it says, "You knocked upon my door." I said, "Hello, Satan. I believe it's time to go." And then it says, "Me and the Devil." Walking side by side, and I'm gonna beat my woman until I get satisfied. Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Whoa, blues is the music for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the song of my people. No, but really, um, that actually kind of is like a super ballsy thing to do in that time frame, I feel like. To so beat your wife? No, that 30s, was just typical. No, to like sing a song about like beating your wife with Satan. Like, the beating your wife part was probably okay. But the Satan part is what probably crossed the line. Yeah. I don't think the general public would have been happy. They most likely would have frowned upon it. Trust me, I played Roller Coaster Take. Now, baby, you know... <laughs> now, baby, you ain't doing me right, don't you? She say you don't see why. That I would dog her round. It must Daughter. be that old Ooh. evil spirit so deep down in the ground. You may bury my body down by the highway side. Baby, I don't care where you bury... So this is like in speaking. Baby, I don't care where you bury my body. When I'm dead and gone, you may bury my body down by the highway side so my evil spirit can get a Greyhound bus and ride. That's fucking metal right there. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it's blues. That's actually pretty tight. That, that's where metal came from. So that he sold right his soul. I, you know, I'm pretty convinced. He took a Greyhound bus. You don't take a Greyhound bus unless you have no soul left. How long has Greyhound been around? That's kind of... This is the late 30s. I don't know. You should search it. It's been around for some time. Anyways. uh, So, yeah. You you guys have never ridden a bus. It's a disgusting... I've never ridden a bus. Don't do it. He died in 38. He was the first one in the 27 Club. A lot of people think that, like, people that are in the 27 Club are in there because they're in the Illuminati. They sold their souls. They sold their souls. But, I don't know. It's kind of bullshit. It's all bullshit. None of it's true. Everything is bullshit. <laughs> I don't don't know, trust I, anything. Rayan McNally's telling you the <laughs> globe is round. It's flat. <laughs> it is flat in Australia. It does not exist. But I tell you what, I got a free weekend, and I'm going to go down to Mississippi. On a Greyhound bus? Uh, no. Don't do it. It's gross. I'm driving my car. All right. Choice. And I got a guitar. Yeah, get a guitar. I have one. You can learn how to play guitar real good. But you said I don't have to do it good. You just gotta play something. Put it on. You can learn. Too. I'm saying you learn from the devil. Yeah, that's what I do. But you're past 27, so you're right. fine. <laughs> I have a guitar hero guitar. Is that the it. same thing? Like, can I stand there? And... You know how lame that would be? Because I'm gonna turn 28. Like guitar in hero two, <laughs> next <laughs> month. Let's I'm just gonna, go do it, and if you die, I'm gonna turn 28 next month. So I, if I go there, I'll just die in a month. Like, what's the point yeah. of that? It's like, yeah, well, it was pretty good for like a couple weeks Wait there. a month and then you go, it'll last forever, bro. Maybe. Maybe till yeah. 54. Yeah. But, um... That's a... Yeah. Okay, never mind, I see where the 54 comes from. So, uh, John's story will be after this message from our sponsor. Yeah. 
Bread, bread, bread. This episode is sponsored by breadofthemonthclub.com. Sourdough, pumpernickel, Texas toast. For a limited time, use offer code I'm Bready. <laughs> Why not? We'll send you something good to eat. So I was thinking the other day, I kind of got onto a tangent. I remembered something that I had looked up or heard about in the past. Uh, it involved a, a bomb in this casino that was very intricate. So I googled very intricate casino bomb. <laughs> and what did I find? But none other than John Burgess Sr. Okay. Whom, in 1980, was the, I guess is victimizer the right term? The person who perpetrated this crime of the Harvey Casino Resort Hotel bombing. Uh-oh. Quite a mouthful of a title. That's and what she said. hey <laughs> True. It is what she said. Um, John Burgess Sr. was actually a really interesting guy. Uh, in World War II, he lived in Hungary, which was then taken over by the Nazis. He joined the German Luftwaffe, the Air Force of Germany. Luftwaffels. Luftwaffels. Okay. That's where you play a Luftwaffels. <laughs> and uh, he was captured by the Russians. He spent eight years in a Russian gulag, an awful place to be stuck mm, in. Mm-mm. Uh, he was supposed to be there for 25 years, but was released early because Russia did some kind of post-World War II amnesty bullshit. Let him free. Uh, major mistake. He got free, came to the United States, um, started a landscaping company or a restaurant or something. I don't is remember. that the American dream? That is the American dream. I thought you said it was a landscaping. It it could be either. It's both. <laughs> I don't remember the nature of the business. All that matters is we'll he started a business. We'll your grass and feed your ass. <laughs> they, that was their motto. <laughs> and he made a lot of money doing that. He made millions of dollars. He became a millionaire. You don't make millions of dollars cutting grass and feeding ass. In Nevada, you do. There's no grass in Nevada. Except for the fake grass. <laughs> so we had to eat, sell wait, rocks. Wait, ass? That's true. You can make Are a lot of money. Is that what this is? It's a, it's a, it's a Nevada pastime. All right, back to John. It's an American pastime. Back to John, probably involved in some shit Burgess. Yeah, he was involved. Big Burgess. He was involved with the Harvey Hotel Resort Casino bombing. And so he squandered like his millions of dollars at this casino, Harvey's. It's called Harvey's now. It was Harvey's Resort Hotel or something. It was a mouthful. It was bad. And so he's down on his luck, lost his millions of dollars, and he decides, I'm going to extort this casino. Because, you know, who wouldn't think that after losing millions of dollars? He got together with his son, John Burgess Jr., not to be confused with the senior. Yeah, Clever. very original. Not to, be con- not to be confused with Carl's Jr., which is Hardee's younger son. Not Hardee's, Hardee's. You cannot get a Frisco burger at the Harvey's Resort <laughs> But you casino. can get a Frisky burger <laughs> <laughs> from the Ambler, Hamburglar himself. Oh, no. Oh, and <laughs> Anyway, back to the story. This guy makes this crazy bomb to extort this casino. And this bomb is so crazy that I actually have to pull something up to Did be able to read to you. search the schematic? No. <laughs> Don't do that. Okay. With air quotes around it. So, in this bomb, there were eight fusing systems, as it turned out. The timer of the bomb was only one of those. There was an anti-motion switch, 
a float mechanism, a device enclosed in a metal box, and the lid was secured by some flathead screws around the perimeter of the lid. Those screws were attached to wires and contacts so that if they were removed, it would detonate. There were layers of rubber and metal on the inside of the box, so if anybody tried to screw a hole into it, it would make a connection between the two sheets of metal and set the bomb off. Shit. Um, more or less, no matter what, if somebody tried to move this, if somebody tried to disarm it, anything happened to it, it was probably going to blow up. But there was like a series of switches on the side of this bomb. And supposedly, in his ransom letter, it, he was going to give them the code of which switches to flip to disarm the motion device. So that way they could take the bomb to a safe location and not blow up Harvey's Resort Hotel Casino. You know what's not fun? Blowing up casinos? Being in a bomb squad. You've done that? <laughs> in my previous life. <laughs> a, B, A, B, up, down, up, down, left, right, left, that right. That does not Select get rid start. of the, the bomb. Code. <laughs> you just don't cut the red wire. Yeah. That's all I know from the movies. <laughs> red, white, and blue, baby. Get rid of the yellow and the green. His bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only three colors matter to me. This bomb sounds really intricate. It is very But wait until you see mine. guys can i get out of this house no um so he makes his bomb puts it in there it's super fucking intricate it was crazy and his folly was that in his ransom letter he was really really vague about where these people were supposed to (laughs) deliver his money and so they tried to deliver his money to him he was gonna get the money yeah it was actually they were gonna fly a helicopter to where he he and his son were located him and his son were going to take the money in the helicopter and they were going to fly off. After they flew off, he was going to tell them how to use the sequence to disarm it. Okay, but he was vague. He was vague. They never met up. And so it kind of just went on and the bomb sat there for another day because of the timer <laughs> and it was going to go off eventually. So time's ticking down. It FBI, was evacuated. Yeah. Well, they had to do that, yeah, because they, they did that upon finding the bomb. So... They're like, okay, well, he's not going to give us the code. He wasn't where he said he was going to be. I guess let's try to get into this bomb and see what happens. Okay. They made a specially shaped C, uh, specially shaped C4 charge. Define specially shaped. Was it shaped like a dick? Phallic. Ball? It probably was phallic in nature. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see any photographic evidence, but you can search phallic C4 if you want to see it. I'm sure there's so many hits on that. Yeah. Totally all related to this bombing. You can ask Jeeves, he'll tell you what. So they, they shaped up the C4, they put it on the bomb, and they're like, well, let's just blow into it and see if we can defuse it from the inside. They didn't, they blew up the bomb, it blew up the hotel. <laughs> they didn't destroy much... his ass from the inside like a whirling dervish? No, they did there was no whirling dervishes in this. None whatsoever. Was that one of the the whirling dervish? Was that one of the rides at the, at the <laughs> from your story? That was my nickname in high school, <laughs> the whirling dervish. Oh no! <laughs> Along with uh, all slip no grip. Yep. Uh, all slip no grip, John. That's what they call it. <laughs> Played football, but I wasn't a receiver. Oh no, <laughs> hey. my! Yeah. Which can okay. Be- Let's get back to this John Burgess because he sounds like a blast. Yeah, he is a blast. (laughs) Air quotes. You can't see him, but they're there. Um, God. (laughs) They blow up the hotel. 
And that was pretty much the end of that. You know, he failed. He didn't get his money because he wrote shit directions and the hotel was blown up so he couldn't extort it again. What about Harvey? Uh, Harvey got away for a little while until his son, John Burgess Jr., may I remind you, was dating this girl, decided to brag to her about how him and his dad made this real cool bomb and were trying to extort some money. And they broke up. She saw the wanted posters and said, I could use that money, and then turned him and his dad in. And So let this be a lesson, you know. You don't tell your new girlfriend shit. Well, also, like, you know. this is a hotel for $3.3 million. Well, yeah, I mean, don't trust people with information that makes you go to jail. That's true. Or actually, the better lesson is please don't make bombs. (laughs) Or if you do, sell your soul to Satan. You can meet him at the crossroads of Highway 64. Highway uh, 61 and 49 in Clarksdale, Mississippi. See, I was close. (laughs) (laughs) Highway 69. (laughs) (laughs) So Norbert should have gone and sold his soul to the devil prior to smuggling 400 pounds of cocaine. Yeah, all and of the these flying people. carpet. You see, that's right. where everyone else failed. Yeah, but you probably would have gotten like poisoned or like tripped on a rope and hung yourself. Yeah, or and something, you can't you know. sell your soul in Peru. That's not on the list of locations. You on can their sell website. a lot of shit in Peru. Nah, yeah, no, no, it would be. Uh, There's only Pennsylvania, Mississippi, and one other place. Where Why are they all in America? There's just the well. Okay, so like, the first because guy to America sell is Satan. Don't you know? The first guy to sell his soul was in. I think it was in Germany. And they wrote a play about it. He probably it. came to America to do it, though. I did not see that. Before. Faust. His name, Dr. Faust. Dr. Faust. Yeah, look it up. Okay. Faust. Yeah. That, there's Faust. actually a long story behind that name. That's what I'm saying. He was an alchemist. Is that like all with the... So he was basically a wizard. Oh, Is that all with like, like Mephistoles a... and all that stuff? Where like Satan came to him Mephistoles? and he was... Yeah, Mephistoles? <laughs> Mephistoles? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a porn. No. That, that actually was the... It was, it was a... the devil's name and... This, the tale of Faust. Mephistoles? <laughs> yeah, I swear Why to don't God. you Mephistoles? No, that's, <laughs> no, that's right. Mephistoles! Mephistoles! Oh, I spit everywhere. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Mephistoles is the guy that Faust sold his soul to. Yeah, in the play. it was yeah. Yeah, the devil. Yeah, but I that. never... Like, when I was reading it, I was like... Like, I didn't... Like, I don't know how to pronounce it. I've watched it. I wasn't a lot worried of about anime, it. and but so then, I know. <laughs> when you put your fit... Uh, people didn't uh, hear you putting your fist... Through your hand. Yeah, they couldn't see that. You want me to make a little these. Mephisto these. That's a cool demon name. Yeah, it's... That's I an think awesome we, I think I should name my next dog Mephisto <laughs> You probably should, but that's just another name for Satan, so keep that you, in mind. You don't want your dog to get the Hopefully you these. don't have any religious <laughs> family members. Alright, so John Burgess, is there anything else we can look up regarding him? Uh, yeah, if you want to find out more about John Burgess, all you have to do, as I said earlier, is Google very intricate casino bomb. That's it. That's all you have to For Google. For now, you know, until there's the another one. John Burgess yeah. Sr., but it's John Burgess Jr., which is the one who got pranked by his ex-girlfriend and yeah. sent his dad to jail. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher wasn't even there. Oh, <laughs> for pranked, him. bro! You got punked. <laughs> Where are you, Ashton? Uh, you <laughs> fucker. Where is he? He's somewhere like, on here. No, nope, it was just jail time. Okay. Yeah, no, he, you don't slight. Don't fuck with your girlfriend. You know. Because she'll send your ass to jail. Okay, so thank you, John, for your story. Now yeah. we're going to do our two quick segments, which is... 
Mine is the fast facts. I got five fast facts. And one, Arby's is for is named for Arby's, as in the letter R and then B, as in roast beef, Arby's sandwiches, roast beef sandwiches. We Boom. have the meat. Did you know that? Okay, Bill Cody and another hunter, Bill Comstock, competed in an eight-hour buffalo shooting match over the exclusive right to the nickname Buffalo Bill. Who won? Cody won. Buffalo Bill Cody, that's why you know him by that. And then the creeper from Hannibal won. 68 to 48. Silence of the Lambs won out. 68 to 48? Yeah. No. They killed that many buffaloes? Bill Cody killed so many buffaloes. He's killed like 1,800. That is absolutely insane. Three, wild turkeys' heads change between red, white, and blue depending on their mood. So I think Benjamin Franklin should have said, let's do that instead of the bald eagle. He was so right. Boom. Four, the reason why banana-flavored candy doesn't taste like bananas is because it was based on a species of bananas that was wiped out by a, a banana plague in the 50s. I actually knew that because I had this uh, book for when you poop called Why Does Popcorn Pop? And I read that. Because it gets hot? And the, the, that was the end of the book? The no, they never actually said Why Does Popcorn for, Pop? for small they poops. Just, they just said uh, all these random food facts. And it took me ten years to read it because I don't poop for long. Number five, Fruit Loops and Fruity Pebbles are all the same flavor. There's no difference between the different colors. I'm sorry. I ruined it. You are a piece of shit. Yeah, well, you should follow your nose. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of following your nose, let's go to my additional search terms. Number one, what causes roast beef rainbows? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to search that one. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) It's a thing. Roast beef rainbows. Look it up. Number two. I'm not going to do that. Motorcycle chariot races. Oh, fuck yeah. You won't regret it. <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. And number That's three, awesome. in honor of uh, John being our guest, Phallic C4. Please let me... <laughs> <laughs> let me know what you find. Please let me know what you find. All right. I may or may not search it tomorrow. Uh, I'll let you know what I find. Awesome. So, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, follow us on at Clear Your History Podcast on Instagram, Instagram. Uh, where Megan will have some nice pictures up there and some fun stuff. If you want to reach out to us, reach out to us on there. And otherwise, we'll see you next time. Catch you on the flip side. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) Man. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Are you a mammal? Do you know other mammals? Do you and said other mammals produce hair? Well, have no fear. Because we buy hair. Wet or dry, we'll still buy. Send your hair to us at willbuyyourhair.co.uk.